It's me again, and welcome back to Asian Podcast. How have you all been? Online class is exhausting, and that's why this podcast is my only stress reliever. I love sharing information and facts about different countries. As of now, let's focus on Turkmenistan. Have you guys heard or saw the movie Borat? Guys, don't laugh, but I am serious. It's the movie title. Anyway, it's a comedy movie, and it's a little bit censored, but it's about the journalists from Turkmenistan. And at the beginning of the movie, you can see their environment and culture, and people as well. I mean, it's not fancy and everything, but I was inspired, and I, I only wanted to go to the country even more. But I'll be frank to you, the movie is not for kids. Please ask for parental advisory before watching it. So... Let's cut the chase and let's begin. For today's episode, we will be talking about the title itself, The Chronicles of Turkmenistan. So, it's all about the history of it. The history of Turkmenistan is largely shrouded in mystery. It's past since the arrival of Indo-European Iranian tribes around 2000 BC is often the starting point of the area's discernible history. Early tribes were nomadic or semi-nomadic due to the arid conditions of the region as the steppe culture in Central Asia was an extension of a larger Eurasian series of horse cultures which spanned the entire spectrum of language families, including the Indo-Europeans and Turco-Mongol groups. Some of the known early Iranian tribes included the Masagate, Sakas, and early Sogdians, most likely precursors of the Khwarazmians. Okay, so what's precursor? Actually, a precursor is a person or thing that comes before another of the same kind, a forerunner. Turkmenistan was a passing point for numerous migrations and invasions by tribes which gravitated towards the settled regions of the south, including ancient Mesopotamia, Elam, and the Indus Valley Civilization. Wow, okay, frankly speaking, I am dumbfounded every time I say the cities of Turkmenistan. It's incredible that they can actually remember those, right? Wow, just wow. So let's continue. The region's written history begins with the region's conquest by Achaemenid, Empire of Ancient Iran. As the region was divided between the satraps of Margiyanya, Khorasmia, and Parthia. Okay, so wondering what a satrap is. It is a provincial governor in the ancient Persian Empire. The Parthians fierce nomadic warriors from the north of Iran. Later, conquerors included Alexander the Great, the Parni, Ephthalites, Iranian Huns, Gok Turks, Samarshans, and Sasanid Iranians. During this early phase of history, the majority of Turkmenistan's inhabitants were either adherents of Zoroastrianism or Buddhism, and the region was largely dominated by Iranian peoples. 
These incursions and epochs, though pivotal, did not shape the region's history as the invasions of two later invading groups, Arabs and the Oghuz Turks. The vast majority of inhabitants were converted to Hanifism, while the Oghuz brought the beginnings of the Turkmen language that came to dominate the area. The Turkic period was a time of cultural fusion as Islamic traditions brought by the Arabs merged with local Iranian cultures and then were further altered by Turkic invaders and rulers such as the Seljuks. Genghis Khan and oh, I'm sorry, Genghis Khan and Mongol invasions devastated the region during the late Middle Ages. But their hold upon the area was traditional as later Timur Leng and Uzbeks contested the land. Timur or Timur Leng. Modern Turkmenistan was radically transformed by the invasion of the Russian Empire, which conquered the region in the late 19th century. Later, the Russian Revolution of 1917. Later, the Russian Revolution of 1917 would ultimately transform Turkmenistan from Islamic tribal society to a totalitarian Leninist one during the Soviet era. Independence came in 1991 as Sapar Murat Niyazov, a former local communist party boss, declared himself absolute ruler for life as Turkmen Bashi, or leader of the Turkmen, and transitioned the newly independent Turkmenistan into an authoritarian state under his absolute control and has thus far resisted the democratization that has influenced many of the other former Soviet republics. Niazov ruled until his death on December 21, 2006. Originally a part of the kingdom of ancient Persia, Turkmenistan passed under Arab domination in the 18th century. In the 11th century, sorry, it was ruled by the Seljuk Turks. Genghis Khan conquered the region in the 13th century, as did Timur in the 14th century. After the breakup in late 15th century of the empire of Timur's successors, the Timurids, Turkmenistan came under Uzbek control. In the early 19th century, the Turkmens became subject to the Khanate of Kiva. In 1869, Russian military forces founded Krasnovodsk, now Turkmenbashi, and began to conquer the Turkmens whose fierce resistance to Russian encroachment was broken in 1881 with the conquest of the Dengeltep fortress. The Russians when then established the Transcaspian region, which in 1899 became part of the Governorate General of Russian Turkestan. So, harsh Russian administration provoked revolts by the Turkmens. So, they rebelled. During the Russian Civil War, sporadic fighting flared between the Transcaspian provincial government and Bolshevik troops. The Red Army took Ashgabat in July 1919 and Krasnovodsk in February 1920. The Transcaspian region was renamed Turkmen region in 1921. Following year, it became part of the Turk 
Kyrgyzstan Autonomous Soviet Socialist Republic, which in 1924 incorporated the Turkmen districts of the former Bukhara and Khorasan republics. Turkmenistan formally became a constituent Soviet Republic in 1925. Large numbers of Turkmen still live in Iran and Afghanistan. A referendum for independence from the Soviet Union was passed in October 1991, and Turkmenistan became a member of the Commonwealth of the Independent States in December 1991. Safar Murat Niyazov, elected no October 1990, became president and has became, become the object of a pervasive personality cult. He was re-elected unopposed in 1992 and in 1994 won a referendum extending his term until 2002. The former Communist Party retained much of its holds on power, and opposition leaders were restricted and harassed. There was, however, some movement toward privatizing the economy and progress in attracting foreign investment. In 1994, Turkmenistan became the first central Asian Republic to jo join NATO's or NATO's um, Partnership for Peace program. The following year, the country signed a package of 23 bilateral agreements with Russia. A natural gas pipeline to Iran opened in 1998. In December 1999, the parliament voted to permit Niyazov to serve as president for life. Niyazov was uninjured in an attempted assassination in 2002. In recent years, his despotic government has imposed increasing restrictions on personal as well political freedoms. So there we have it. Wow, I am lost for words. Take note guys, this is just the first part. I believe we will have to continue this tomorrow so that it won't get too boring and long. In fact, a little bit of cliffhanger won't so that's all for tonight. Once again, Zyra Ramirez from Ancient Podcast, and good night.